We've all got brains, so we're built for mathematics. So turn yours on and get ready for... Mike Drop Math! Aloha, mathematicians young and old. Whether this is your first time listening or you are a regular MDM listener, we are glad you've tuned in. I'm Mrs. Wells Corfield, and I'm excited to officially welcome you to Season 2. I know some of you may be learning virtually, and some of you are learning in school buildings. I also know whether you are learning virtually or in buildings, learning looks different than it ever did before. The coronavirus is still in town, and we are all doing our very best to stay safe. We've had to stop doing some things we enjoyed, like hugging, high fives, and playing with our friends. But you know what COVID-19 can't stop? It cannot stop our love for mathematics and the fun we have learning together, virtually or otherwise. We are stronger together and our love for learning is here to stay. Now, did you notice that I greeted you with an aloha earlier? Aloha is a native Hawaiian word that is found in all Polynesian languages. It is commonly used as a greeting or a parting, but it has a deeper spiritual and cultural significance to native Hawaiians. The basic meaning is love, compassion, sympathy, and kindness. It's the guidelines of how to live. A life of aloha is one that is so full, it is overflowing with the ability to influence others around you with your spirit. I did not get to have an official farewell with last year's class, the original cast of Mic Drop Mass, our season one stars. So I want to officially wish them the best in all they do moving forward. Aloha, Mills, Josh, Stella, Trey, Ava, Tori, Nolan, Grace, Destiny, Mina, Sophia, Brooklyn, Luke, Olivia, Carter, Tucker, Logan, Hudson, Leilani, Mia, Liam, Christian, Malachi, and Gavin. May you always have a life of love, compassion, and kindness. And remember, I'll always be here for you. Now, drum roll please. I'd like to introduce you to this year's fifth graders and the newest cast of Mic Drop Mass season two. Aloha to Harley, Jonathan, Abby, Reagan, Bryson, Lily, Sydney, Legacy, Gabriel, Kara, Gianna, Colin, Wyatt, Bradley, Annabelle, Maddie, Eli, Kylie, and Leah. All right, now that we've gotten our aloha greetings and partings covered, Let's get down to some mathematical business. Have you ever heard the terms factors and multiples? Typically you hear them in math class. Have you ever gotten them mixed up? Maybe you knew one term, but then you learned the other and pretty soon you couldn't tell them apart. Well, today we are going to clear all of that up. Factors and multiples, we see you, we hear you, and we really want to know you. The term factor sounds fun already. Let's start with a basic definition. A factor of a whole number is a whole number that divides evenly into that number without a remainder. A factor of a number is a divisor of that number. Uh, that was a lot of words. Sometimes a visual helps me. Let's build the number six with an array. Grab some popcorn or pennies or push pins. Wait, don't do that, that would hurt. Here's a little MDM tip. Hit pause while you're building. Or look at the handy dandy mic drop mass follow along sheet on our website, www. 
MakeDropMass.com. Okay, now make an array. Maybe you have three rows of two or two rows of three. Or maybe you have one row of six. Count the number of rows. That number is one factor of six. Count the number of columns. That number is another factor of six. Now, some numbers are special and have exactly two factors. If you're curious about those special numbers, check out Season 1, Episode 1, All About Prime Numbers. Now that we've tried learning with something concrete, you know, something that we could touch, can you draw a picture? Try the number 10, my favorite number. Can you draw a representation of 10 using an array? Hit pause while you're drawing. I drew five rows of two. Maybe you drew two rows of five, or maybe you drew one row of 10. Either way, the numbers that represent the rows and columns of 10 are the factors of the number 10. They are the numbers that when multiplied together, make a product. Factor, factor, bo, factor, banana, banana, fo, factor, me, my, mo, factor, factor. Factor, factor, bo, factor, banana, banana, fo, factor, me, my, mo, factor, factor. Me, my, factor, factor, bo, factor, banana, banana, fo, factor, me, my, mo, factor, factor. Now, let's try to use just numbers to find factors. But, you know, feel free to keep using objects or pictures if you'd like. There are many ways to organize factors. My class likes to use the big F and sing factor, factor, bow, factor. But some friends I know like to make T-charts. Other people I know make lists. And I'm sure there are many more ways to organize factors. Why don't you look at some ways on your handy-dandy follow-along sheet and see which way works best for your brain. Let's think about the number 16. I'm going to draw a big F, which looks mightily like a T-chart, or the letter F with a horizontal line stretch way out. Now, let's find all of the factors of 16. First of all, it's great to know that every number has a limited number of factors. The list is finite. Let's think about the number 16. I'm going to start with one. One times what would give me 16? 16. Let me record 1 and 16 as factor pairs on my organizer. I like to go in numerical order when trying to find factors. Let's check 2 next. Now, I know that 16 is an even number, so I know 2 will be a factor. Hmm. 2 times what? I can count by 2's to find out. Why don't you try? I got 8. Did you? I'm going to record two and eight as factor pairs on my organizer. Let's try three. I'll count by threes. Three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18. Welp, look at that. I never said 16. Three is not a factor of 16. Let's try four. Four, eight, 12, 16. Bingo! Four is a factor of 16. I was able to count by fours to find 16. I can record four as a factor in my organizer. And look at that, I'm all done. Because the top row of my organizer has now met up with the bottom row of my organizer. So I found all the factors for this number. 
Now I know that 1, 2, 4, 8, and 16 are THE factors of 16. No more, no less. That's it. I want to try that again. Let's look at the number 21. I'm going to draw the organizer of my choice. You choose yours and go along with me. Remember, there are a limited number of factors, so this list will not go on and on, my friends. All right, what do we know? Well, one is always a factor of any number, so I'm gonna record one and 21 as factor pairs. Let's think about two. No way. 21 is not even an even number. So, two is not a factor. Let's try three. Three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 21. Got it. Three is a factor. I counted by three seven times. So I'm going to record three times seven as a factor pair. What about four? Well, if two isn't a factor, neither is four. How about five? No way. 21 doesn't have a zero or a five in the ones place. I don't even have to check five. What about six? I don't think so, but let's just check. Six, 12, 18, 24. Nope, six isn't a factor of 21 either. And will you look at that? I'm back at seven, which can only mean I've identified all of the factors of 21. They are one, three, seven, and 21. No more, no less, that's all the factors. Have you ever heard the acronym GCF? Well, that stands for greatest common factor. That means I can take two or three or more numbers and find the largest common factor they all share. If I looked at 16 and 21 and tried to find the GCF, the greatest common factor, man oh man, they don't have a lot of factors in common. In fact, the only common factor they have is one. That's not always the case. Why don't you hit pause and find all the factors of 15 and 27? We'll wait. Okay, now look at your organizer. For the number 15, you should have found 1, 3, 5, and 15. For 27, you should have found 1, 3, 9, and 27. Now, let's circle all of their common factors. Okay, these two numbers have a little more in common. They both have 1 and 3 as a factor. But what's their greatest common factor? 3. That's going to be really helpful to know when you work with fractions later. This seems like a great time for some math laugh. Ha ha ha. Are monsters good at math? Not unless you count Dracula. Teenagers travel in groups of three and five. Because they can't even. <laughs> what did the calculator say to the student? You can always count on me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> What's a mathematician's favorite tool? Multipliers. Thanks, friends. I love some mass laughs. Now that we've had a few laughs, I kind of feel like singing. Have you ever wanted to drive an adult crazy? Well, when I was a kid, I sang this song a lot, and it always made my parents bonkers. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Listen in, and when you know it, sing along. This is the song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, and then continue singing it forever, just because this is a song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, and they continued singing it forever, just because this is a song that doesn't end. It just goes on and on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, and they continued singing it forever just because. What's the point of that song in a mass podcast, you ask? Well, it makes me think of multiples. Remember how I said numbers have a limited amount of factors? Well, numbers do not have a limited number of multiples. Actually, they have an infinite number of multiples. Which means a numbers list of multiples doesn't end. Yes, a numbers list of multiples goes on and on, my friends. Think about it. What's a multiple? A multiple of a number is a product of that number and any natural number. When you skip count, you are listing all of the numbers that are products of that number. Basically, you are listing its multiples. Let's try some. Let's find some multiples of five. Okay, help me out, Kylie. Ready? Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Okay, Kylie. Let's stop because if we don't, we will go on forever. Really. Thanks, Kylie. Now, let's organize these multiples. My kids like to use the big M. It's basically a list on the letter M. It helps them to remember the word multiple. Some of my other kids prefer a T-chart. Others simply like to make a list. As I always say in math class, you do you. Your brain is unique, so do what works best for your brain. How about we try out an organizer now? You can even try a few options and see what works best for you. If you try a big M, simply write the number you are finding multiples for at the top and start recording down the M. Let's put three at the top. Now let's start skip counting by threes. Three, Yep, write it down again because it's the first multiple of three. Six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 21. All right, all right, let's stop there. I don't wanna go on and on because I really could with these multiples, you know. Let's try another. Maybe make a list this time. Let's try to find multiples for the number six. Six, 12, 18. Are you stuck here? Add six more. Still stuck? Use those fingers if you want to. 24, then 30, nice work. Now, let's explore LCM. What's LCM, you ask? LCM stands for least common multiple, and it's also useful when we explore fractions. Let's look at our list of multiples for three and six and circle all the multiples they have in common. I see six, 12, and 18. Now what's the least or smallest common multiple? Ding, ding, six. 
So six is the least common multiple of three and six. How about you play with that a little on your own? I challenge you to find multiples of four and six. Hit pause now and hit play once you found some. Not all, or I'll never see you again. glad you're back. Let's check and see how you did. The multiples I listed for 4 were 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, and 24. The multiples I listed for 6 were 6, 12, 18, 24. Circle all the multiples they have in common. Hit pause. Did you find 12 and 24? Nicely done. If not, take another look and fix your work as needed. Okay, so what is the least common multiple of 6 and 4? Did I hear you say 12? Rightio, way to go. Remember, the least common multiple of two or more small numbers is the lowest number that is the multiple of all given multiples. I hope you've enjoyed exploring factors and multiples with us today. You'll find these are really helpful tools as you move through your mathematical career in school. Here are some ways you will use these tools later. Remember prime numbers? A prime number is a number with exactly two factors, one and the number. We'll use common multiples and common factors a lot when we work with fractions. When we simplify a fraction, we'll be looking for a common factor. When you add or subtract fractions, we'll need common multiples. You'll also use factors and multiples when you get to middle school. You'll talk about equivalent ratios in sixth grade that will involve factors and multiples. Ratios are an important concept in math and science, and your everyday lives with things like cooking. So, next time you're baking a triple batch of your famous chocolate chip cookies, you can safely say you're cooking with multiples. Factors are also going to be really important when we study, hold on to your hats, algebra. That's right, algebra. You'll find the greatest common factor when you work with things called polynomials. And that's not all. I hope you haven't let go of that hat yet. You'll even factor in calculus. Yup, you're doing things now that will help you in calculus. Okay, I think your hat is safer now. You can let go. Now let's play a little game. I give a clue and you shout factor or multiple. Say it so loud that I can hear you over in Montpelier, Virginia. Ready? This has a limited amount. Factor. Good job, Reagan. This has an infinite amount. Mm, multiple, yes. This makes me think of the song. This is the song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on. My friends, some people started singing it not knowing what it was. And then, and they continued singing it forever just because multiple. Yes, they could go on forever. You don't want to be caught in a conversation with them. This rhymes with Bobactor. Mm, factor, factor, Bobactor. Yes. This can help me with fractions. Ooh. Factor and multiple. Yes, okay, that was a trick question. This helps me identify prime numbers. Ooh, ooh, factor. Yes, this is the one where I try to find the greatest that numbers have in common. Factor. Correct. This one is the one where I want to find the least that the numbers have in common. 
Oh wait, no, multiple. Yes. Thanks for playing along. I heard a lot of you. If you want some extra time exploring factors and multiples, I've given you a vocabulary sheet that would be great to work with to understand these new terms even better. My class and I always use this tool when learning new words in mathematics class. It's the Freyer model, and it's fantastic. I've included an answer sheet just in case you want an example. Never forget, we are all mathematicians and everyone can learn maths. I can find the common factor and determine the greatest common factor. I can find common multiples and determine the least common multiples. This episode and all episodes are brought to you by the words of Sarah Adams. Everyday love, changing everyday lives.